Yuma Dav Chafei, 10 lines from the bottom of Dav Chafdal on the base. We learned in our Mishnah that there were four times during the day that they had peers. One of them, of course, was the beginning of the day when they had the peers and the raffle for the Truma Sedeshin. Why did they make a girl? Why are we asking, why do we make a girl? As we said in the Mishnah specifically, because it was boiling day Sakana. There was a story with the Kain that either he pushed the person and he broke his leg, or like the Gemara brought a story with one Kain that lost the actual to get up to the top of his back, he went and he stabbed another kind and he killed him. El of the Gemara says, the question is, why do they have a girl and then they have another girl and they continue having gorillas through the whole day? Why don't they just get all the kind together and make one girl and decide what avoidance everyone's going to get? So Rabbi says, in order that there should be a lot of noise and pomp and circumstance in the Azara, Shinema, as it says in the Pasuk, Asha Yachta Damtik Said, the Beis Elikim, Nahalik Baragish, as Rashi says, Lashmiya Kalamoin Amrav, in order to gather together many people and make a lot of noise and show that people are interested in doing the Avoidah for the king and that is of course a covet for the king and for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Gemara now asks, when they did the raffle, what did they wear? Did they wear Big Day Kodesh? Did they wear the Big Day Kuna? Or did they wear Big Day Chal? We have a Machlekes, Rav Nachman, Big Day Chal. Rav Nachman says they wore their regular weekday clothing. Rav Sheish Samad, the Big Day Kodesh, they wore their Big Day Kuna. And what's the Svar? Rav Nachman, Big Day Chal, the Yama, Big Day Kodesh. If you say you have to wear your Big Day Kuna, since they're already wearing their big decoys, they're ready for the Abedah. So if one person who is a strong person, he'll strong arm the rest of the people, and when he loses, he'll run and he'll do the Abedah, and he'll go against the actual girl. And that's why we'd rather everyone wears big decoy, and then afterwards, whoever wears the girl will go change into the big decoy. However, Rav Shesha says, the big decoy, the armor big decoy, if you're going to say they should do the big decoy, we are concerned that the person that wins the actual girl, he'll run and do the Abedah, and he won't remember that he has to change into his Big Day Kaidish and he'll do the Avoidah with Big Day Chal and of course he'll be Chai Misa if he does that. Amr Rab Nachman Rab Nachman says from where do I know that they would stand around in their Big Day Chal because it's now we have a Mishnah in Mesech Tamid that says that they would give over the Kayanim to the Sham Masim and they would remove their Begadim and the Sham Masim would only leave on the Kayan their pants and nothing else and we continue on it must be the one that was Zoich in his pious, they take off his big dechal and they're going to redress him in his big dechaydish. So, to write to Rav Nachman that the people that would stand around for the raffle were wearing the big dechal. The Mishnah in Tamid is not referring to the Kayan that won the pious, but we're actually talking about the ones that did not win the raffle and therefore they were standing there in the big dechaydish, in the big dechuna, and this Chazim would go, the Shamus would go and help them remove the big day Kaidish. Hachinami Mustafa, if Shesha brings a ride, if it's talking about the ones that won the pies, won the raffle, and like Rav Nachman said, that they actually wore the big day Chal, and now this Chazim, the Shamus, was taking off the big day Chal. So, has the Mishnah say that they left on them their pants, which sounds like they left on them their big day Chal, the pants of big day Chal. But Tanya, we learned to the Bible, so, we know that the first thing that the Kayin has to place on him before any other of the Begadim has to be Mechlisayim. And therefore, how can you say that you left the Big Dechal on them and you left the actual pants on them in order that they shouldn't be completely without any clothing? And then it seems that you put the rest of the Big Dechal on them and only afterwards take off the Big Dechal, the pants of the Big Dechal, and place on them the pants of the Big Dechal. Lechir, it's the exact opposite order. We always have to put the pants that are Big Dechal on first. So Lechir, Zakrav Sheshis, it must be the I'm correct that we'll refer 
other two over here is the ones that did not win the pies, and we're saying that the Shamas would take off all of the big day Kaidish and they would leave their pants that are big day Kaidish on in order that the Kayan would not be standing there without any clothing. Then they would put on all the rest of his big day Khal, and only afterwards he would take off the pants that are big day Kaidish. But the Gemara responds, Vidach, Rav Nachman will actually have a response. Holy Kasha, this is not fair because Hokitani, what the Mishnah said in Mesakh's Tamil was Ad what the process was that they left the big dechal on, they took off the pants of the big dechal, they placed on the kayin the mechlesayim which were kaidish, and only once he had the mechlesayim which was kaidish, which is the first of the dalad begadim that goes on to the kayin at one you're dressing him, then then they remove the rest of his big dechal, and that point he was only wearing the mechlesayim of kaidish, and only after that they would put on the rest of the big dechuna onto the kayin. From where do I know that the Kahanim at the time of the girl were all wearing their big dekaidish? The Tani Bukhsar Baisa, Lishka Sagazas, Kamim Basilka Gedalaisa. There was a room in the Basim English called Lishka Sagazas, and there was a very large room which was on the north side of the Azura, and the Sanhedrin Gedalah of Ayin Aleph of 71 Sanhedrin was situated over there, and it was also the place where the Kahanim would gather in order to make the girl. And the Baisa says, Pais bin Mizracha, the Pais, the girl was performed on the east side of that Lishka, the Zaki Yeshib Merava, and one of the elders of the Sanhedrin would sit on the west side and he would make sure that the girl was done properly. That the Kahanim would get together in this Lishka and they would stand in a circular fashion like a necklace. And the one who was in charge of the girl would come and he would take off the hat of one of the Kahanim that was standing there. And they would know that that's where the rifle would start from. Meaning when they would pick a number which would be much larger than the amount of Kahanim that were there, they would know that this person was the first one to be the starting point and they would start counting fingers from that point. The Isaac, that the Gemara says, the Big Dichal, that we're talking about that they're standing around in the Big Dichal, Mitznefes Big Dichal Miyaka, where do you find the concept of having Mitznefes when you're wearing your weekday clothing? The only time we find a Mitznefes is by Big Dichuna. The Zakra of Sheshis is you see from this Brisa that the Kahanim would stand around with their Big Dichal, which includes the Mitznefes. But the Gemara answers no in Enochanami that there was a possibility to have Mitznefes and that was of the Big Dichal. Can the Tani Rabbi Huda? Because we learned in a brayso that Rabbi Huda said, that if there was a kain that his mother made a personal kisayin for him, he could actually wear that for his big dekuna, and he could perform Even Rabbi Huda agrees that a kain that his mother made him a kisayin that was personal from their own money, he can't use it for He could still do it, and the reason why they did it, Rashi brings down from Gemara Lamed Hey on base. They wanted to show that they were doing something personal for the base of English, and therefore the claim was allowed to accept that from the mother. But as we just said, even if you accept that from the personal money of the claim's family, however, they would only be able to use that for and not for Now, Tais points out, and he asked the following Kasha on the explanation of Rivar that Rivar held that the Shal Kayin had a queer Mikbais, Lefisha Rechava, the Shal Kayin got a and we know that Riva held that the Kain Hedit's hat was called a Midvice, and that was something that which was wider, and the Kain Gadol's hat was called a Mitznefes. And the Mitznefes was narrower because the Kain Gadol had to place Tfilin on his head as well as it sits. And Taisa therefore was bothered that Lachar Argomar says, which is Mashma, that the Kain Hedit's hat was called a Mitznefes. On that place it says, We make a difference between Midvice and Mitznefes, but in the Gemara we always use the terminology Mitznefes, even if we're discussing the hat of the Kayin Hedit. And the Gemara continues, Amabai Abai says, Shmamida, 
we learn from this Brisa two things. Number one, Lishka Sagazas, Chatsi Bekaidish, Bechatsi Bechal. Half of the Lishka Sagazas that we just discussed was Bekaidish, was in Dazara, and half of it was considered Chal. Ushmamino, we also learned, Shnei Psachim Hayola, there were two doorways to enter into Lishka Sagazas. Echad Pesuch Bekaidish, one was opened into the Kaidish, one went directly into Dazara, the Echad Pesuch Bechal, and one went outside of the base of Migdash into the Chal. And the Gemara brings a ride, Isaac Daita Kul Bekaidish, if you would tell me that the entire Lishka Sagazas was Bekaidish and was part of Dazara, so how did the Bryce just say, Zok and Yeshib and Rava, that one of the Zikni Sanhedrin would sit on the west side, as we know, that no one's allowed to sit in Dazara, aside for someone that's a king from base David, as we know, they sat by Hakel, and as Rashi brings down, that they have to stand to do shares, the ones that are standing in front of Akash Baruch Hu. and Machi Beis David, Rashi brings down from Pasuk and Shmuel Beis, but you see from there that Machibis David could sit in the base of Migdash. However, no one else had a right to sit in the Azara. So how do you say over here that the Zakah was Yeshba Marava? So therefore, it must be that half it was not considered part of Kaidish, it was Khal, and that's why they could sit. At this point, the Gemara proved that at least part of the Lishka Sagazas had to be Khal. But the Gemara's question now is that maybe the entire thing and the entire Lishka Sagazas was Khal. The Gemara says, if you want to tell me that the entire Lishka Sagazas was Bechal, Pais bin Mizracha, how do we say the pious happened on the Mizrach side, on the east side of Lishka Sagazas, the whole point of having pious, as we learned to the Gemara in the Chaftal and Beis, was in order that there should be pompous circumstance in the Azura. And if you could do the pious in Mizrach of the Lishka Sagazas and it's Bechol, then Lechera is not in the base of English, and therefore you wouldn't be Mukayim this base of Kimnach Bergish in any case. Therefore, it must be half of this because that's why you do the pious there because you're Bekaidish, and therefore you're Mukayim the base of Kimnach Bergish. Says it must be that half of the Lishka Sagazas was actually Bechal, because otherwise, how could he have that there's a Zakat on the Sanhedrin that's Yeshi Marava that's sitting in Marava? If it's all Kaidish, then any Shibazar, El based on Babad, and therefore half of it must be Bechal. And the Gemara continues, now Abaya just said two Shmaminas. Number one, Lishka Sagazas, which we just explained, or Shmaminah, we also saw Shnei Psachim Hayalad, there were two Psachim for the Lishka Sagazas, Echab Besuach Bekaidish, Echab Besuach Bechal. One was opened into the Kaidish into Azar, and one was open to the Chal. Zakh Yumar, the Isaac Gadaitr, Pesach Echad Yeshla. If you're going to say there was only one doorway into Lishka Sagazas, or Pesuch Lakadish, and the way you got into it was from the Azara and was only open into the Azara, Zakh and Yesh Marava, how can you say that Zakh could actually sit in Marava, even if half of it was built Bechal? But now we have a Mishnah that says, How Lishka Sabri is Bechal. If there's a Lishka, even if it's built in an area which is Chal and not part of the Azara, or Pesuch Lakadish, but the only entrance is into the Kadish, Taikin Kadish, the entire thing is considered Kadish, and you still have the problem they can't sit there. And if you're going to say that it was only open l'chol and not l'kaidish, pious b'mizrocha, how can you tell me again that the pious happened in mizrocha? But not benuyas b'kaidish. If something, an area is built in the kaidish, upsuchas l'chol, but it's opening into the chol, taichin chol, then we consider the inside as chol. If the entire inside of lishkas hagazes would be considered chol, then you wouldn't be able to do the pious inside lishkas hagazes, as we said before. You wouldn't be mekayim the pasuk of a basil akim nalik beragish. Elav the gemara says shmami no, it must be like. Abayah said, Shnei Pesach Mahila, there were actually two doorways that led into the Lishkas HaGazas, Echa Pesuch B'Kaish, Echa Pesuch L'Chal, one opened into the Kaish, one opened into the Chal, and that's why you were able to do the pious in the half that was built B'Kaish, because it was opened into the Kaish, and the Zakin was able to sit in the half that was built B'Chal, because there was a doorway that opened up B'Chal. And before we start the Mishnah, let's learn the Ba'am Taisit, V'Be'inim Be'isel Akim Nalak Baragish, Tema, Kiv De'inim Pais B'Kaish, since you need a pious in the Kaish, Amai Lo Yom Afidus 
with the Kaddish tray. Why did you do the pious in the Lishkas Hagazu, which was half Kaddish and half Chal? You should have gone Mamish into the Azar itself. That since they can take the hat off of one of the Kainim, it wasn't proper for them to stand in the Azara without a hat. And Taizah says in other terrors that since they would stand around in a circle, as we said before, and therefore if they would be Mephias by Azara, their backs would be towards the Hechel, and that would not be proper. We continue with our Mishnah. As we said, there were four Paisim in the base of Middash. One was, of course, for the Shuma Sadeshin, and the second raffle was Mishaychet. Who's going to actually have this chus to shech the carbon tarmid shal shacha? Mizarik, who's going to do this rika? Me medash mizbecha primi. Who's going to clean out mizbecha primi where they brought the kateris every day? Umi medash semenayra. And who's going to clean out benayra? Umi malay avram kavish. Who's going to bring up the avram, all the limbs, onto the kavish? Now, later point, they would take it from the kavish and bring it up onto the mizbech itself. But at this point, the kahanim that was zeicha in the avoida and were zeicha in the pious, they would only bring up the avram onto the ramp itself, but not any further. Further. And now the Mishnah will continue and explain all the people that brought up a varm onto the Kavish, and the Mishnah will list nine different Kahanim that will bring up a varm onto the ramp itself. And let's keep this in mind because these words that we're going to have in a moment, we're only going to touch this one time, and we're going to see this four more times on Chafeo and Bez. So let's continue. First of all, the head of the animal, as well as the right hind leg, and the two forelegs, the tail of the animal, as well as its left leg, as well as the chest or the breast of the animal, as well as the neck, in the two sides, and the innards, as well as the flower, as Rashi brings down, they would have a as well as the minchas which the kain god will bring every single day, and we bring as well as the wine, which was three log that was brought for every single day, together with the tamishel shacha. So the Mishnah continues, there were actually 13 Kayanim total that was Zeicha. As we said, there were four originally, which was Mi Shechet, Mi Zeich, Mi Medash, Mi Primi, and Mi Medash, that's four. And then there were nine other Kayanim that were the Zeicha with the other Avarim. As we said, there was a Roshan Regal that was one Kayan, Shteyadayim a second Kayan, Okutzvar Regal was a third Kayan, Chazavagir was a fourth Kayan, Shteyadayim a fifth, Kabayim was a sixth, Soilus was a seventh, Chavitim was an eighth, and Yayin was a ninth. Amma Ben Azai, Lefner Abakiva, Ben Azai said in front of Abakiva, Meshim Rabbishu, in the name of Rabbishu, Terachilu it wasn't carved in the way we did it as the Tanakhama said however it was done in the same way that the Behemoth would walk and therefore as we'll see in the Gemara the Rosh and Regal was always first and we have Limudim for that on Amr Beis however the rest of it will be based on how a Behemoth walks and therefore for example his forelegs will be before his hind legs. The Gemara continues, When they did a pierce, did they only make one pierce for the first coin that would do the Avoida? And then what would happen is, since the first coin would win, and he would actually do the Shrita, then the coin to his right would do Zrika, etc. And it would just go continuously to the right, but it was only one girl that was done each time of the girl. That maybe what would happen is, once they made a girl for all of these 13 different things that we just spoke about, there was another lottery that was drawn, and each coin would get it based on a lottery. But the Gemara says, Tashma, I'll bring a raya. About Pisces, there were four Pisces that we had in the base of English. If you're going to tell me every single Veda, there was a separate girl, the two why are you saying there were only four girls? There were many more. What it meant in the Mishnah, there were four different times that they would go into delicious hagazas in order to do a girl. For each 
each girl, there were many different girls, and therefore potentially what would happen is they would have a girl for each individual Aveda, but it was done at four specific times. And we turned to Avchafahim and Beis, Tashma, the next mission we're going to say, a Pais Ashlishi, the third Pais was, Chadash al-Makhtaris, Barovafitu, that it was a special raffle for the one who did Kataris. So Zach Gimar, the Bryce over there says, Rabbi Yudaimah, Loya Pais Lemachta, Elokayin Shizach Bataris, Eimel Zeshimai, Zechayim Lemachta. There wasn't a special Pais for the one in the Kayin who went and took a shovel and took coals from the Mizbech Achitain and brought it inside, and that's how they actually put the Kataris on the Mizbech Aprimi using the coals from the Mizbech Achitain. But what they would do is, the Kayin that was Zeich already in the Kataris, he would tell the one that was together with him, and he would say, Since you're next to me, therefore you come and go and bring the coals from the outside of Mizbech with the pan. So Lachar, you see over there, and the Gemara Shaila is, they see it was done with one raffle, but still both Avaidas were done with separate Kranim, and you just told the person on his right to come and do the Avaida. But the Gemara answers, Shani Machtavitar is the Chad Avaidi. In the Chanami over there, we only had one raffle because that's considered one Avaida, and therefore you only made one girl. However, in our Mishnah, potentially you would have to make multiple girls. It could have Others say the right was Pumfaket. Dafka Machtavitar is, it's Mashba only a Machtavitar the Chad Avaidi. That's because it was one Avaida. That's why we only did one girl. For example, in our Mishnah, where there were multiple Avedas, maybe you need a Pais for each individual Aveda. And on that, the Gemara responds that Rabbi Huda had to say this specifically because there was a Chiddush the shovel. You might think, since not Shriach to do the Maisa of the Khtaris, and as Rashi explains, because Khtaris was only done twice a day, Khtaris can never come as in the Dava, it can never come as in and also we know that the Kataris causes someone to become an Isha, becomes rich. So in the Sakala Pais Atma, so maybe you'd have a know that you should have a pious individually, number one for the Machta and number two for Kataris, Kamashwa, and therefore Abhuda says that it was only one pious, it was only one raffle, and Ainakhanami in our Mishnah, the same didn't reply that there's only one raffle. Tashma, we bring a riot that's before to turn Rabhi, Rabhi learned to the Braisa, Loyal Khala Veda Vaidu Mfaisin, they didn't have a special pious for each individual Aveda. The first coin that was Zoycha with the raffle to do the Shechita of the Tamil Shashacha, that we see that the 12 brothers who were the Kayanim that were next to him, they would be dragged along with him automatically, but there was no special din to do a pious for each individual. It's a perfect raya. And the Gemara continues, Pious Hashani, we said the second raffle included the one that did Shechita and then the one who did Zoycha. Now, we didn't speak about Halach or Kabbalah. So the Gemara says, who is actually going to do the Kabbalah? Sheikh and Mikabal, do you say the one that does Shrita also does Kabbalah? The Amr Zerik Mikabal, if you can say the one who does Rika is Mikabal, Agav Chavivusei, Loi Mikabal Elkuladam, we should be concerned that maybe the coin at doing the Avoidah and going and doing the Zerikas Adam, he'll think that the Zerikas Adam is much more Chashiv than actually the Kabbalah, as we know, because the Zerika is something that goes directly onto Mizbech, and therefore he won't be Mikabal all the Dam in the cup. And as Rashi says, that in Daf Memchas we're going to learn that Tsarshi Kabbalah's Kaladam. They have to accept the entire dam. And therefore, we're worried about that. So maybe Shrita and Kabbalah goes together, and the one who does Rika does Rika alone. Or Dilma, or maybe Zerik Mikabal, maybe the one who does Rika, they should actually do the Kabbalah. The Amr Cheikh Mikabal, because if you can say the one who does Shrita Mikabal, Zim the Shachazar. Since we know that Shrita is Kshir Bazar, and really Shrita Lava Vaidi, so maybe the concern is that we shouldn't let the person who does Shrita also do Kabbalah, because maybe that will be done with the Zar, and of course, the Zohar is also to do Kabbalah, and therefore it's better that the person who does Rika should also do Kabbalah. Tashma, we learned in the Brisa, Ben Katan Asa Yudbeis Dad, Lakir, Kadesh Yu, Yudbeis 
There was a person named Ben Cotton, and since there were many Kayan that had to do Kiddushu Daim Vraglaim together, therefore he made a Kira out of 12 different spouts in order that all 12 Kayan that were Isaac in the Talmud could be Makadish Daim Vraglaim at one time. Now, if we remember, our Mishnah said there were actually 13 different Kayan that there was Zaycha, but the Gemara says as follows Isaac, that the Mikabel, if you're going to say that the one who does Shrita is also Mikabel, then place Avenue were actually 13 different Kayan that were performing Avaita that need the Kiddushu Daim Vraglaim, and therefore, how can you tell me that we only had 12 spouts? El Lav, Shbamina must be a good raya that Zerik is Mikabel, the one who does Rika is Mikabel. Therefore, there were only 12 Kayanim that were actually doing Avaita and they need the Kiddushu Daim Vraglaim. As the first Kayan that did Shrita, since Shrita is Kshir Bazar and Shrita Lav Avaiti, therefore, he didn't have to do Kiddushu Daim Vraglaim beforehand, and that's why there were only 12 spouts needed in the Kir of Ben Cotton. The Gemara says, Shmamina, it's a good raya. We have a Bryce that says Mephurish like that. The one who did Shrita did the Shrita, and Mekibal HaMekabal, and then the one who did Kabbalah did Kabbalah, or Balag Lizrik, and that same person went to do Zrika. You see, it's a good raya that the one who did Zrika also did Kabbalah, and of course, that person did Halacha as well. We learned in the Mishnah a certain Seidah Advarim as far as the actual taking of the Avarim and bringing it up onto the Rib. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Kiva said it should be done the derech that the behemoth walks. And therefore we say as follows, the roish and the back foot comes first. Now, of course, the back foot is not the first thing that the behemoth does when he walks. However, the roish and regal will always be first in all of the four different pshatas that we learn in our Gemara. Next, as we explain, all of these things, if you go in order of how the behemoth is going to walk, that's going to be the order of the behemoth walking. Rebbe says, don't go basa the way it walks, but derech hafshet that the way they would actually bring the behemoth onto his back was in the same order that you skin an animal, which of course is from mitzad haraglayim l'tzadarach, from the bottom of its feet until its head. And Rabbi Yisus explains, haraglayim come first, as we explained before. Then says a third shot, the way it was brought up onto his back was the derech that it was cut up, and in the order that a behemoth would be cut up, and therefore the Gemara says, what was the standard, the way that they would cut up an animal? Harosh Varegel, as we said, that always comes first. Then, basically tells us a fourth way. A of the Talmud Shoshacha were brought up onto the Kevish in order of what was best and in order of what's most Chashiv. Harosh Varegel, as we said before, that always comes first. Then, now we said, come before Shteyadayim. So, in fact, we have a puzzle that says, So you see over there that the Yerch, which is the thigh, comes before the shoulder. The Gemara answers, That's talking about weaker quality animals. That would be the way. However, by regular animal, the Kosev would come first and then the Yerch. Now we just had a Brysa where we had four different Shittas as far as the order of bringing up all the Ivarim of the carbon Tom and Shoshacha onto the Kavish, onto the Rib. But the Gemara says, All four are not like our Mishnah. And I and our Mishnah, that comes out and we have a fifth shita. So Amrav Rav explains, both the Tana of our Mishnah as well as Rabbi that we just had, that they both go based on what's the best part of the Basa, and that goes onto Mizbeach first. However, the Machlech is between our Mishnah and Rabbi Yisi, one goes based on what the size is of the Basa, and that's our Mishnah. However, Rabbi Yisi, is going based on which is the fattiest part of the Basa. And the Gemara, yes, we just said that the regal, which is the hind right leg, always goes together with the 
the head of the animal. According to all Mandarmim, why does everyone agree that the regal always together with the head? So Gemara answers, Since the actual head was full of bones and it's not very fatty and therefore it's not chashav, therefore we take the hind leg and we place it together with the head in order to make it more chashav. Everyone agrees that the reish comes first. How do we know that the tani we learned to the the Bryce asks, what's the makar that the head, as well as the fat of the animal, goes on to the Mizbech first? We learned the Pasuk, since the Torah only specifies specifically the Reish and Pada, it must be it's telling us that that should be first on to the Mizbech. And the Gemara asks, if you're going to tell me because it says that's extra, because it didn't have to specify a specific part of the animal, so where it says another time Pada, which is also in Pasuk Vayikra, why did we say that as well? And we turned to what's that coming for? The comes for the following We learn from here that the Rosh had a special din that you take the fats and you cover up the base of Shechita because it didn't look so nice and therefore it wasn't covered for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to place that on the Mizbech. And then you bring on the Mizbech. And this is proper covered for HaKadosh Baruch Hu and we will stop over here.